Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. This is Democracy or Else, where we're bringing you amazing progressive candidates in down-ballot races, activists, and community leaders from around the country. I'm Crooked Media's Shaniqua McClendon. Today, I spoke with Reverend Greg Lewis, who runs two Wisconsin-based organizations, Souls to the Polls and Power to the Polls. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are? I'm the assistant pastor at St. Gabriel's Church of God in Christ. I'm the founder and president of an organization called Pastors United, where we do community advocacy. It's actually Pastors United Community Advocacy, Inc. I'm the executive director of Souls to the Polls, and I'm also chairman of the board of Power to the Polls. So you just mentioned two organizations that we'd love to hear more about, Souls to the Polls and Power to the Polls. Can you tell us about when and why they got started? We started an organization called Pastors United, and it was about 300 faith leaders working together doing community advocacy. And in 2011 or 12, Valerie Jarrett came to visit with us. And we met with her in the basement of one of our churches. And she gave a a very important message to pastors here in the area. And one of those messages is that you can vote on Sundays. And then I just said, wow, voting on Sundays. Yeah, it'll be souls to the polls. And that's how we got started, you know, talking about souls to the polls here in Milwaukee. And we uh, have developed our uh, foundation through the church. So right now we have about 416 faith leaders who work together when it's time to get out to vote. And also when it's not voting season, we work together on other things like housing, the pandemic, crime, incarceration in our communities. And we've been getting the vote out here since 2012 when we started with the first recall of our past governor, Walker. That didn't work out so well because a lot of people talked about recalling him But when it was time to vote the recall, they didn't come out. But when there was an election in 2018, he thought and other people thought that he really couldn't be beat. But when those votes came out of Milwaukee from our souls to the polls uh, locations, uh, he had lost by 30,000 votes. That's who we are. <laughs> yeah. Now, you all did some amazing work. And I um, I remember back to, to the recall. I started working in politics in 2010. And that recall was one of my first memories of something like really big. Well, after Barack Obama being elected. But it was my first memory of something really big happening. And just seeing people come together and be really animated about doing something. It was also, you know, the first kind of... Um, 
big defeat I saw. You saw all those people coming out, but then uh, not actually being able to recall him. But that made 2018 uh, that much better. So congrats to all the work that you've done. Um, You also mentioned that you are a concerned citizen as part of kind of who you are and why you got into this work. Was there something more there that motivated you to start getting more involved and, and leveraging your platform to increase people's participation? Yeah, you know, um, when I was nine years old, I lived on the street. It was 15th and Center here in Milwaukee. There, there was a killing of a neighbor who lived across the street from me. You know, he was the first guy to leave our neighborhood and go to mm-hmm. college. Uh, his name was Clifford McKissick. And I saw how he was just shot and killed for no reason at all. Because I saw the whole thing. I was sitting on my porch and I watched him walk into his back door, close the door, and all kind of bullets came from everywhere. And they made up all kind of excuses about why they shot and killed him. They lied and said that the police shot him, but it was the National Guard who shot him. And I was nine years old watching this. And that's the first time I realized, man, they don't care about us. That's you know, that's the first time I kind of realized that, you know, because I'm black, I get treated yeah. differently. And that has been like in me ever since. Yeah. We still get treated like second, third class citizens. We still don't get paid enough. We still don't, you know, have the housing. We still have these discrepancies with education. We still have these health discrepancies. You know, we, we still have a mistrust in politics because we've been bamboozled to think that our votes don't count and 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 we just don't want to engage in the process. Those things are still there and that is grinding in me every day. Wow. I'm like I'm sorry that you had to witness that um and that your community went through that. Um but at such a young age too. Um, but you were also able to use that tragedy to kind of motivate you to to still fight a lot of the issues that we're still dealing with today, um, which I imagine you just addre- you just went through a list of issues that are continuing to affect black communities and black and brown and low income communities. Why should people outside of your community be paying attention to what's going on in Wisconsin? Well, well, you know, Wisconsin is a place that used to be quite progressive. Mm-hmm. And now it's becoming quite ugly, nasty. I wouldn't even call it conservative because that would be disrespectful because conservatives don't act this way. This is hate. This is racism. It's bigotry. You know, it's privilege. Wisconsin used to be a state where people could get good jobs. That's why my mother first came here from Louisiana. You could own homes, you could own businesses. You know, you could sit on your porch with the door open. You could do all those things here in Milwaukee. And now all that's changed because of the way people are treated and not really being respected. And and the integrity of our government has caused the mistrust in communities like mine. And, And I think that for me, If Milwaukee doesn't come out to vote, if Wisconsin doesn't come out and vote, this will be like the beginning of a domino effect. I think Michigan, 
Minnesota, all these states in the Midwest would kind of change in the same direction if Wisconsin becomes a red state. Exactly. You no, know, Milwaukee's a tough town. And and I believe that, you know, doing this work here is very difficult. Yeah. Man, I think if I went to another city, another state, I could probably do this work and double, triple the effectiveness. But Wisconsin, Milwaukee is really tough because the the degree of racism and bigotry is so sophisticated. You mm-hmm. know, it's subliminally placed into the hearts of people. So they believe they can't really do anything. Yeah. And they really probably don't even know why. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, thank you for your work in helping people overcome the kind of, I guess, brainwashing you can say that has happened over this time. <laughs> right. Um, so that kind of wraps up the first part of the interview. And so the next part is, it's supposed to be light and fun. Um, the first question is, what is your most controversial non-political opinion? Or just what's one of your fun opinions you have? One of the most fun opinions I have. Wow. You know, I hate to say this, but I don't have much fun. <laughs> I mean, oh. I'm always so serious. What's the most fun? Beyonce's. Uh, well, I, maybe not be controversial, but I think Stevie Wonder is the greatest musician who ever lived. <laughs> I think a lot of people would. It's, no, it's, a fu- it's a fun thought, though. It can't be controversial because I think a lot of people would agree with you on that. Um, so do you get to do things in your free time? Do you have free time? You know, things are so serious for me. Yeah. Really. I don't have much free time and I don't get much rest. And I try to make my schedule like that because... I just don't want idle time. I really don't because we don't have time to, you know. It's a lot at stake. I I tell my grandson, looking out for his mother, I say, look, you don't have time to grow up. You're a black man in America. Sorry to tell you, you don't have time to have fun. You got to get busy right now. So I don't get much free time and I don't sleep much either because, you know, I almost died of COVID. And and when, and when when I was in the hospital, I told them, I said, oh, well, give me my phone, plug it up because it needs to be charged because while I'm laying here, I'll be working. See, so I really believe that, you know, I'll be working until I die. That that uh, that kind of explains me. Yeah, well, I'm glad you recovered. And if there's any way we can help you get rest, uh, which I think my next question might find a way for you to do that. Um, Are there ways that people can get involved in your organization, donate so we can get you some more help so that you can get some rest? Hey, man, that'll give me some rest. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. No, well, you know, we we have a, a, a website, www.soulstothepoles.wisconsin, W-I, that you can go to and get all the information about what we're doing right now in Wisconsin. And there's a donation button that you can push because see one of the things is this we we got money this year to really canvas so we're knocking over we're knocking on over 200,000 doors attempting to to get those folks who haven't come out mm-hmm. since president obama oh, you wow. know, we got to get them to come back out again yeah. so so we're door knocking that costs a lot of money because we're paying those folks like $25 an hour mm-hmm. because we want this done. We want you to knock. We want you to be serious. And it's important business. Yeah. It's really tough, you know, trying to do that in neighborhoods like ours because we really just don't believe in the system. And we think our vote doesn't count. 
But if your vote didn't count, why would there be 61 ways to suppress it? Yep. I mean, 61 written ways mm -hmm. to suppress your vote if your vote didn't count. I always say we're the most important people in the world right now. Because if we hadn't voted in 18, things would be different. Yep. If we hadn't voted in 20, things would be different. We changed the world. You're the most important person in the world right now, right here in Wisconsin, black communities. You're the most important people in the world because it could be a whole different situation if we had not got a new president in place. We probably would be in a condition that I wouldn't even want to think about right now. Yeah. But we did come out enough, but not nearly enough as we want to come out this time. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I think that is a great note to end on. And thank you again for all the work that you're doing. Um, I can tell all the passion is there. Um, I cannot say that I would have grabbed my phone if if I was in the hospital with COVID. And so I, I hope everyone heard you loud and clear. I hope you all will help Reverend Lewis out with Souls to the Polls so he can get some rest, so he can hire some more help um, to help you around and, and just continue to do the great work that he's doing. But thank you for joining us. No, thank you. Democracy or Else is a Crooked Media interview series. I'm your host and executive producer, Shaniqua McClendon. Series hosts are Sarah Garcia, Amelia Montooth, and Ari Schwartz, and they produce along with E.J. Baker, Leo Duran, and Julia Gunther. Joseph Dutra and Leo Duran are editors. Digital direction from Matt DeGroot and social support from Danita Ramesh. Rebecca Rotenberg is our production assistant. If you want to get involved in the 2022 midterm elections, head over to votesaveamerica.com.